Welcome to Tanks Up, the podcast about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben. I'm here with Lucy. Hello. Hey. How are you? Very um, mellow Friday afternoon. I know. Chill, night. Chilled out Friday yeah. evening. <laughs> and another d- slightly chilled out Friday evening person whose eyes are darting all about the places. Adam. Hey. hey. I've I switched sediment, <laughs> uh, setups and now um, I actually have to look at Ben. And Lucy, <laughs> I'm getting distracted by myself. Um, so I'm just going to look more manic than usual. You look like you've never been here before. And like, this is your first uh, podcast. You're like, yes. what's going on? Definitely. <laughs> although, uh, although I'm unhappy with how new camera setup shows, more or less, let's say, the post-traveling clutter than I wanted to. Um, yeah, I can't it does see that. show off the painting that my niece made for me oh. yeah I'm gonna say unicorn named vincent with hearts yeah, i can tell that yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice, nice uh, pinky ready yeah. border to it as well yeah and then my much younger nephew made that <laughs> <laughs> purple sky maybe he's, yeah. maybe maybe he's been listening to a lot of prints Mm, but also, you, there's that cross-stitch tanked-up logo. Nice, yeah. And there's the surprise from Canada. Ooh. Which you guys will see when we're all in the same place. Yeah. Soon, um, soon, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and now we'll just go to slightly less messy. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. A yeah. good start that looks to this orderly. episode. I mean, you should see my room. Everything's just literally just thrown on the bed right now. Cause it's like get everything out of frame, yeah. And just throw it all on there. <laughs> I definitely didn't have a beer in bed. Yes. Yeah, it's but, fine. That's the it's only fine. place to drink beer. Yeah. You need that and in the shower. Yeah. Although somehow you can't see the switch on the bed, <laughs> which seems like not good. Anyway, so yes, I'm not used to the framing of what's going on. That's fine, that's fine. I don't think anyone will worry about it. What I am worried about, though, is I'm at least ten minutes without having a beer. So, <laughs> I can open a beer up. Yep. I suggest we all do so. I am yeah. going to start with a beer from Pressure Drop called Saratoga Springs. It's a double dry hopped pale ale at 5.8%. It has some notes... The tasting notes are pineapple, ripe melon, and citrus. The hops are citra and sabro. Uh, it's a New England-style pale ale with 16 grams per litre of two of the fruitiest hop varieties. A hazy, juicy beer with a smooth, silky mouthfeel. There we go. That sounds like a beer for the weather today. Exactly. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. why I picked it, Lucy. Yeah. And I had a limited selection of beers to pick from. Okay. But they both suit the weather also. Nice. So. Mm-hmm. Good. What are you um, starting with? I'm starting with a Little Ray from Magic Rock. It's a guava, mango, and passion fruit Berliner Weiss. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's 4.3%. 
Malts are Golden Promise, uh, Wheat Malt and Acidulated Malt. Um, hops are T90 Cascade, Denali and Chinook. Uh, the other ingredients are Guava, Mango and Passion Fruit. Um, so hopefully it isn't just like, you know, just flavour in there. They've actually put mm. the actual fruit in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 330ml can this one comes in. Because... It's a bit of advice. Maybe people don't want a lot of a sour beer. So. Yeah, fair. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Adel, what have you got? I've got the Adnam Southwood Mosaic Pale Ale to start. Oh. Um, you can get more easily in... in uh, I spotted this uh, actually in the co-op by the university. Mm, they yeah. usually only carry the more common Adnams, which I'm forgetting, but they, they had a a few of these as well. Yeah. Um, it's made with, you guessed it, mosaic hops. This pale blonde <laughs> has bags of bold mango, peach, lemon, and pine flavors with a dry hoppy finish. Big and fruity, it's a one-hop wonder. Uh, the malts are Pale Ale Pilsner Munich. IBU is 41. And it's great with lightly spiced dishes such as lamb tagine or Thai fish cakes. Nice. Always nice. best served chilled. It's a light 4.1%. I can't remember if I've had that one. Yeah, I, that's it, why I started. Mm. It's news to me. Yeah, because mm. I did remember seeing. Oh, that's a new ad. Um, I'll pick that up. I'm not sure if it was in that one. Might have been because if it's mosaic, that's like you know flies on shit. Yeah, yeah. Compared to me and mosaic hop, so yeah, just straight for it. Just grab every yeah. single, even just mention of mosaic ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, Sarah, wait. Saratoga? Yes, Saratoga Springs. Uh, it smells nice. Mm. It's a lovely light colour. Really light yellow sort of straw. Um, very, very hazy. A little bit of head. It's, it's quite carbonated, but that head is, is you know super, super thin on there. And I'm getting a nice amount of fruit off that nose. Yeah. You know, uh, we've been talking, we've, we've mentioned a lot about pineapple in beers being really difficult to do, but we are seeing a little bit of, um, a little bit of, it's not quite, I was going to say mastery, but it's not quite, but, but pineapple does seem to be getting much more pronounced in the beers that we're yeah, sort yeah. of getting. I don't know whether it's this introduction of Sabro, which I've seen popping I've up a that. lot more recently. Really? Um, I've never come across it till. No. Mm. Or might have inadvertently and subconsciously, but yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, Ooh. that is unmistakably pineapple. Straight, straight away. Nice. You've got this sort of, this slight sweetness, a slight kind of, you know, a pineapple almost, you get that sweetness and then it kind of tries to go a little bit bitter, but it just sort of like dulls down that sweetness very, very slightly. It becomes a little bit maybe pithy. Um, right, and I'm getting a lot of that in this. I had pineapple yesterday, and it was great. Nice, oh, I love pineapple. Mm, um, fresh pineapple. The Just melon paint cut though. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's why I uh, have my people do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the melon kicks are on this right at the end, which is nice. The smell, uh, you know, the nose is very similar to the flavour, which I'd kind of expect. It's double dry hopped pale ale. Um, mm. So I'd imagine in the mix, it's, you know, they've used the hops, kind of balance them sort of throughout throughout the brew. So 
Not quite getting the citrus, even though it says in the tasting notes, pineapple, ripe melon, and citrus. The pineapple definitely dominates, which is mm. really nice. It's good to have that. You know, pineapple's a nice flavour. It's good to have that as that kind of like, as the biggest thing going on. And then that melon kind of kicking in a little bit, just to drag it down, just to give it that mm. little bit of bitterness. It follows on quite nicely from the pineapple. You know, that, that pithy kind of slightly duller bitter end to the pineapple flavor goes in quite well with that melon um so yeah that's really nice so as yeah. you can tell sort of like super yeah, easy like... just sort of like mm. chugging it back mm. what was the percent on that again five point something i believe five, 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 um, five point eight eight oh okay mm. so what? you know relatively light mm. I suppose, for, for a beer that we drink so yeah, right, really nice, really beers. well balanced. That's not true. We definitely gravitate away from sessiony stuff. <laughs> <laughs> mm, just a tad. Just yeah, a tad. not today. No, Lucy, how's mm. yours? Well, yeah, you've got uh, a beer which is a bit more session strength. Yeah, four point three was it? Um, yeah, this when I first poured it, it had a nice, beautiful, like frothy white head, like mm. two, three fingers. Mm. But yeah, just. Just smelling it, getting like a—it smells like pop. It smells like yeah, like Rubicon mango. Getting like that little fizz as well. Mm. Like not quite, like, you know, almost like <laughs> fruit juicy sort of mango. Ooh. Kind of, you know, a slightly sweetened. Yeah, and you're definitely getting that slightly in the taste, like that bit of sweet. Not bit a uh, bit of sweetness. Yeah, in it. Maybe that's just because they are like sweet fruits, especially like mango and um, mm -hmm. the passion fruit and the guava. Probably, probably what gives it more of its sourness. But it is sour still. But yeah. this is this is just the beer I needed. Like earlier, I had the Northern Monks Project. I think it's nineteen point zero one or something their grape soda IPA and it was like I'm not a massive fan of like grape soda anyway it yeah. had like a creamy texture to it so it was quite dense and it's like ah, uh, it just wasn't what I needed it's like I just wanted something just to cut through everything yeah yeah <laughs> I, feel I know you're zooming in and out for people not watching <laughs> I've found the thing I was looking for and it does work and I thought I could do it stealthily. I didn't think it was that distracting. I apologize. Boom. <laughs> it's very drastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep, that's me. Even when I'm not verbally derailing, I managed to do it. It's okay. I'll accept that. But yeah, it's it's um yeah, it's just it's not too sharp, but it's just sharp enough on like to be refreshing and yeah, just just perfect for a day like this, and ooh, it's, I just want to chug it. Like I smelt it as you were drinking your beer. I was like, I'll try and wait. I was like, no. Just have a little <laughs> sip. Like, yeah, Excellent. this I, I could down this. It's not that sour. It's like you know, yeah. mouth buckeringly sour. It's like you know, you need to take a break between sips because it's still still like that sourness on your on your lips and tongue. Mm. This, yeah, easy. I'm just gonna drink it. I'm gonna shut up and drink it. Nice. <laughs> Thank nice. you. All. It's been uh, a right. whole week since I've um, had beer. 
But oh, I, I definitely Saturday had too, lots Friday. of beer in Vienna. Um, yeah, I'm Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Um, so, first of all, my pour was exceedingly heady. I haven't had a sip. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bad pour, but it's, it's an interesting... Like, the head is very thick and creamy. I mean, it's just clinging to the glass as it dissipated. Like, it looks like I had a pint and have just quaffed it several times, but this is just the head slowly retreating. Um, I don't know if you can see... No, you can't. Not without spilling, but there's, like, a, a core, almost like an island. Like, it's that sort of solid. Yeah. Super fruity on the nose. Getting a little bit of that peach. Um, mostly tropical. Um... Oh, it's really refreshing. This is this is today's beer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it tastes like a really good example of a mosaic. Um, again, because it's four percent, it's it's not lingering, um, and also that means like that bitterness that sort of comes in the finish doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of a bit sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. After uh, twenty seconds, you know, um, just. Uh, I mean, there's a there's the lingering hoppiness. I was hoping because they mentioned pine that I get a little more of that resiny bitterness, but um, if it if it's there, it doesn't last very long. Hmm. Yeah, between that light percentage and that really sort of quick taste curve, um, and and it being three thirty, this will not last long. I'm just <laughs> it's hot. I'm thirsty. It tastes good. Yeah. Uh, I like the taste. Taste doesn't linger. That's a recipe for. I should have grabbed three beers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like I, I don't even want to talk anymore. I just want to sit and drink this beer. This can be the a- ASMR um, podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, just sit for an I hour. Think we need to get a little bit deeper and a little bit slower. <laughs> we can. We can. Oh, talk hold on. About our beers very. Oh, very do I have any wide. left in the can? I can just do like a drip drop. <laughs> That was just it's that form of like Chinese torture or something. That's not ASMR. Slowly dripping water. Yeah, on them. It's the feeling of the water hitting you, making you feel like you're drowning. Right. Um, it's not the sound. Well, it would be to me. <laughs> so there's, there's definitely some like relaxation slash sleep aid apps that are like it plays A rain noises. To... That oh, sounds awful that's... for you. No, no, continuous rain, but like it's. Steady drip of a tap that oh, you have to turn off properly, and it's like I I should get up, turn it <laughs> off, but I'm so tired. <laughs> That's torture. <laughs> good to know. I know exactly what to splice in, in my audio yes. stream next time. <laughs> We've been That's gone it. a week, and now we're back talking about torture techniques. So. Business what a week off does. It's what a week exactly. It's what a week off does. We've forgotten mm. what we're meant to be talking about. We just. I think we've all got heat stroke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, between jet lag, not eating a bunch, heat. <laughs> yeah, mm. it, it should be fun. Mm. Um, let's begin then. I'm going to kick off this week. Yes, please do. Um, I'm going to talk about a game I've been playing recently. Um, which is going to lead us into a little bit of a... Huh? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's called you a nerd. <laughs> nerd! 
word. I did. Um, I said it was it must be a sport game if you're going to kick off. Oh, mm. I thought you said a board game. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, he was playing a lot of board games. I went away week, for the. I went away last mm. weekend and played a lot of board games. Oh, uh, okay, new segment. What board games did you play? Oh shit, uh, Super <laughs> Hitler. Great. Oh fuck, that game's Super fun. Really cool. I've only played uh, it once. Yeah, we we played several rounds. You know, like continuously. We played I mean, for that several, that uh, type of, of hours. Um, Imperfect information game is meant mm-hmm. to be like get a group of people, learn the game, and then the subsequent rounds get more fun. Exactly, because you all understand each other's sort of, you know, whether they might be lying, kind of what and like, they may be giving away, and things like what that. What type like, of thing you might lie about, what, exactly. what type of thing you might want to yeah. hide lying about, etc. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, like, we... oh, I can't remember the card Coop? game you used to play. No, is it Mafia or. Oh, yeah, Werewolf or, or Mafia. Or oh, yeah, something. we play Werewolf something as well. Like oh, man. I... Yeah, yeah, I used to play something similar. In mm. um, oh, wait, was it um, Mafia 3? Uh, <laughs> uh, Mafia 2? 1 would have been near 6 form. <laughs> <laughs> the first Not Mafia. based on the same franchise, I would <laughs> imagine. I presume sixth form is when you go Super Saiyan College, 3, um, you yes, your eyebrows and your hairs get really long. <laughs> yep. That's six well, form. that's where it all starts going uh, downhill. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's completely what happened to me in in <laughs> sixth form. My hair just grew exponentially. <laughs> See, I think it's when you're about sixteen to eighteen. That you, yeah. So, don't know what that is in Canada. Some <laughs> kind of école in Canada. Mm. Yeah. University age, then, isn't it? Rush them through the education system. Get them out. Get them out of work. Um, well, they are smarter they than the spirits, so... Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. What else did they play? Did I also you... played Mysterium. Oh, oh yeah. I've heard really good things about that. So, yeah, that's... Um, it's like a co-op game. You're moving through stages, and you have to... Um, you give it a card, and you've got to kind of understand the meaning of the card to then place your token on... Uh, on 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 something so it's kind of like cluedo you have to pick a person you then have to pick a place you then have to pick a weapon um right. based on mm. you know what a uh, a game master um has determined for you to then try and help um understand because they're a ghost understand how they have died so each player gets a set of three cards a person a place and uh, and a weapon and you're doing this through like dream phases so you get given this very abstract art card which are there, and they're all beautiful art cards but um you know you might find a card which has got it's covered in birds it's the sea there may be swords sticking out of the sea uh mountains in the background like you know uh, it can be quite abstract in certain ways but you mm. kind of get a, a sense of um invasion oh thank you is that evelyn brilliant you going out? I might get it too. You're going out? Alright, party. Go and party. Sorry, interruption because Kim's leaving me to go and party <laughs> next door. Alright. Have a nice time. I'll come back. Alright. Oh, I'm sure you will come back at some point. That's fine. <laughs> no, she's gone forever now. She's gone forever. She's left she's, me, baby. She's, yeah, she's. <laughs> Who knows? Kim plays the series as well. The... She loves it. <laughs> You'll get the divorce papers slid under the doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so, like three weeks' time. 
Yeah. <laughs> from from what I've seen, I've only ever seen like let's plays of it. The cards have a bunch of different things on them. Like it might be a picture of an attic with a certain color palette, but then there'll be yes. like a chandelier and a chair and like maybe a mm -hmm. cane. And then because they're sort of linear objects, circular objects, different color palettes, you can sort of the person could use that card to try and give you a clue. Like that same card could be used in different set games exactly. as like it's a straight thing, it's the sword, or yep. it, you know, there's a big blue window, so that looks like the sea, or like whatever. So it's exactly it, that. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it is the. If you don't get it on the first set of cards, the next round they'll give you a different card, and you're trying to draw mm -hmm. the conclusion of why would they give me these two cards? Yeah, it's all about that interpretation. Like it's really yeah. interesting, and I would imagine that it's one of those games that you can continue. You know, you can play and play and play and play with loads of different people taking that role as the ghost and you know because their interpretation of what they're giving you is going to be completely different to what someone else would do to kind of match up on and try and get you to figure that out so uh yeah that was a really interesting one but that took you know that took a good portion of our evening oh so well. that's like an hour long game with yeah. learning yeah exactly um we it's played a few bad. smaller games it's no <laughs> well we didn't play anything that scale we didn't play anything yeah. kind of like risk scale yeah, um, <laughs> I yeah, see. Yeah, not... If it's shorter than Monopoly, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think everything we play is shorter. I don't know. I mean, I I play Monopoly by the rules with a pretty cutthroat strategy, and it's a quick game. We knew you were a capitalist all along. No, I'm just saying, like the actual <laughs> rules, people mostly flout, and that's what makes it long. True, true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. like if you don't buy a property when you land on it, it goes up for auction. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes, it's auction. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't Still play with the that. land on free parking in the middle and get some money, which is not a original rule, it's just a free space. It doesn't oh. give you extra. Uh -huh. Then the game goes much quicker because you have a big, way less influx of general cash. Also, if you have someone like me who plays, knowing that. In order to buy a hotel, you need to have four houses and the extra money. You can't buy through without those houses being available. And someone on the board consistently leaves properties with four houses because that just uses up four, you know, one set's going to use up a third of the 32 um, available houses. Mm. No one can ever get close to, uh, can get a hotel, and it's not worth getting the hotel to do that. That's your pro tip monopoly strategy. You'll win all the time, even with the cheapest properties, because boardwalk can never get to the place where it's too expensive because you've just blocked them. you play uh, the dark is, souls version mon yeah, monopoly yeah. dark souls yeah. corner yeah. oh this is reading the rules and being a pedant yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. our standard pedant corner then that's fine we can, we can oh yeah it. we'll have to make a, j a jingle for pedants <laughs> Oh, that, be... that should have been at least 300 episodes ago. Um... Yeah, I mean, that would just be going off all episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, they were they were the sort of like the, they were the two kind of big games that I played. There were a few others which I kind of dipped in and out of a little bit. I did a lot of the cooking at the weekend, and obviously had Evelyn as well. So I kind of dipped in and out of a lot of games. Um, they were the two that I can pick from the top of my mind that we played. But something I played last week, um, video game-wise, um, was Draugen. Uh, this is a game from Red Thread Games, who are the people who did Dreamful Chapters. Oh, okay. it oh is, is that them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, not quite like Dreamful Chapters. Um, it is a... Um, walking simulator 
essentially. Mm. And it's kind of like a news game. You're driven by narrative. You're pushed to certain places by by the narrative. Um, it's set in in sort of like the Norwegian fjords. You go to this very small, isolated town by boat. Um, it's you and a companion, and uh, essentially you land on this this the shoreline, and there's just no one around. Mm -hmm. And you have gone there because you believe your sister um, is there or has been there and you're trying to find her. So you're going around the town trying to uncover clues and you know this this additional kind of story builds up around this a story about the place a story about the people mm. and it's 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 put together very well. Um, it, it's it's kind of the, the one of the best things about it is definitely the voice acting and the the sort of like the camaraderie between uh, the character you play and the companion uh it's it's voice acted very well i mm -hmm. uh, i find that maybe i wasn't that invested in kind of what was going on i think it's set in the yeah. 20s right okay so there's a lot of 20s style chat so you know your companion's mm -hmm. like oh don't be a pill i'm like what Right, you're like you know, like don't be a dick, or twenty-three See, exactly. You know, there's there's a lot of that kind of going on, and that's fine. It works for the setting, and it works for the story that they're trying to tell. Um, but some of that doesn't quite come across as that natural in terms of kind of like the conversation they're having because mm. we just don't talk like that anymore. So, we don't yeah, use if you don't a already have a familiarity with the slang. Yes, yes. Um, it works well in the story that it kind of mm. in that it takes a very left sort of turn uh suddenly you get to a point where you're like oh shit okay this isn't kind of maybe what i thought was going on there's there's other stuff kind of happening here with the mm. character with the character that you play uh you know the reason the reason you're here uh, and and kind of what's going on uh, with the town and stuff is, is is maybe different to kind of like how it started or what you thought you were coming here for and things. Mm. It works very well. Sounds in, interesting. In pushing it. it is interesting, definitely. And uh, it's it's quite short. It's maybe only four or five hours, maybe. Okay. Uh, I will tell you. Is that a good thing, though? <laughs> I think that was a good thing in terms of this story and what it was mm. delivering. Um, I think. I would like to see so uh, based on the, the the voice work and the narrative things one thing i'd like to see is uh, a sequel to this but mm. with the characters and the 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 the, uh, the the relationship between them and like the the workings the the inner workings of the mind of the character that you are uh, kind of put onto something else so maybe not even like a walking simulator there were times in this where i kind of felt that it needed something more like actual than just action being a, yes yes action like you know some kind of detection some kind yeah, of uh, investigation like hitman mode uh, no <laughs> no no i i wanted it to almost be a bit more like point and clicky yeah because um, I, was, I was about to ask you is it like is it like those sherlock home games is it mystery and you're talking to like the townsfolk and you know looking at clues no, around the world it's, or... it's it's quite linear right okay in that you're like okay i'm here mm -hmm. i need to go here 
and there may be a few things for me to look at in this right. location, mm -hmm. but then I go into this room and that's it. I move on to the next chapter, you know. Ah, you know so suddenly the character's like, oh, ah. I'm really tired so, now. I'm going to go to sleep. So I think then it, it sounds like that it, it seems like a news game, but the fact that it's linear sort of ruins the exploration part because you're kind of yes. just so it's not quite a news game because it's yep. not inhabiting what makes us interesting which is kind of wandering about is the yep. gameplay and if you don't yeah. have any other mechanics that's fine but if the wandering about is limited to blah then it's more interactive storytelling mm -hmm. um and if you don't have other things like like that point and clicks do where they're essentially interactive storytelling because mm -hmm. they're super on rails it's just you figure, you figure out how to get the next turn of the wheel on the rail is the gameplay and here it seems like you don't have enough challenge there like it's like very the, much yeah a dead zone between a point and click and a and a, and a news game mm -hmm. given just because of the mechanics and the railroading for lack of a better term yeah completely completely and you know there were points where um no suddenly yeah, exactly yeah uh suddenly i would be driven towards a certain place uh, within the village, you know, it's like, oh, we should go here. And I can still mm -hmm. explore all around the village, but there are certain places that I can't go. So it's just mm. kind of, you know, I can walk through this place, but there's not really anything to see either. Yeah. There's nothing to kind of infer from, it's you know, it. walking through this. There's nothing to take mm. on from this. It's just getting from that point to the next point where I then do the things I need to do for the story to move mm. on. It sounds like. Like almost like everybody's gone to the rapture. Like kind oh, of. very similar. Yes, mm, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. I mean, everybody's gone to the rapture. Had a little bit more um, exploration. There were a couple. There were there were lots mm -hmm. of things in everybody's gone to the rapture. That you didn't need to trigger to move yeah. on to the next step. You know, a lot of exposition, mm -hmm. a lot of spaces that you could go to and kind of get a little bit open. more understanding of what's yeah. going on. Yeah, a little bit more open. Whilst this is open, there's just nothing there. Yeah. So I think the difference on like regular news games is most of them have a pretty static storyline structure uh, that you trigger by going to the right places. Um, but what gets you into that is that the world is interesting and why yep. you yeah. and then so like Rapture is a good example of that because mm -hmm. you can rush through that game and you can hit yeah. that you know the basics rush of the story is. Um... Considering how slow you walk, in my game, is, uh, <laughs> right. that's fair. Overstate. You can plod. But you you can determinedly plod through, or yeah. you can mm -hmm. wander Meander, about, and, yeah. and you end up finding yeah. these things that or make the, the people interesting and the world flusher. And it sounds like the, this doesn't have that flushing out. And then I think that's, yes. that's what I like about news games, like. Same thing with like Gone Home. Arguably, is a news game, um, but what made? I said it arguably. Mm, yeah, it's, it's a Metroidvania. It's a Metroid game. It's a Metroid mm. game. It is. You think about it. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does have a lot of those qualities. I think that's probably what makes a news game from a walking simulator. Mm -hmm. It has those sort of Metroidvania qualities that you are also going back and. Forth between different spaces for that exposition uh, for you know it's not to get a new ability to be able to progress it's more to explore and to understand it's, and it's, to just experience yeah it's an epistemic metroidvania mm. life is a metroidvania well yes that's very true <laughs> Except we're and talking a walking simulator about, so apes life pretty well so yeah anyway. I mean everything's <laughs> the fucking same uh, these days <laughs> 
Like that was the topic I wanted to talk about. Postmodernism is dead. Everything is exactly the fucking same. Um, so is I didn't realize from that first part. person. <laughs> is it played from first person? It Strong. is played from first person. Yes. How does it look? I mean, this is like um, so double kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, it look, uh, so I was playing on medium settings, right. which looked a little rough. But as soon mm. as I bumped it up, my machine chugged. Oh, and I mean it chugged. Ah, so but, it's a personal computer game. Yes, it is. It Those is. fjords. Um, I mean, in ultra settings, it looks beautiful. There yeah. is a world of difference between medium and ultra settings. I, uh, I settled on high settings mm. because it looks good. Uh, suddenly, uh, like <laughs> suddenly, lighting and shadow is a dramatic difference in textures from from medium to high and there was a you know there was a there was a slight chug but it was enough that i could deal with yeah to be like actually this is beautiful and one it's thing not that a works twitch based gameplay so it's not no exactly exactly, exactly. Um, a bit of a chug yeah yeah and uh, the the music is beautiful as well fits with it so so well mountain music um very orchestral. Mm. Uh, okay, nice. Um, Norwegian it's, it's... orchestra. <laughs> I don't think it's Norwegian orchestra. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, I do not remember the person's name. Right. But it was Composer. about the only English name in the whole credits. So, not where native are they based Norwegian. Again? Oh, wow. It was I mean, developed so, support oh, from the Norwegian where, Film Institute. Oh, okay, nice. Norwegian Where are Red Thread Games based? Um, our games, I'm not on their About page. I'm on their... Um, they, their oh. studio is located in downtown Oslo, Norway, and has 12 yeah. employees. Yeah. Just 12? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it's impressive. impressive for a 12-person 12, 12 studio. And I thought, mm. you know, when I was looking through the credits and saw how many it was, I was like, actually, this is... This is quite impressive for such a small studio. Yeah. Dreamful Chapters, even more so. Yeah, for, I know. You know yeah. For, for that size studio, like, whether wow. they've because that game came out a long time ago now. Um, whether they've uh, dropped down the amount of people, whether they brought on yeah. lots of contractors for Dreamful Chapters, I'm not sure. I mean, it was I a, doubt a, it. I mean, it was only founded game, in 2012. 2012. Is that reason? Oh. Yeah, and uh, ep one of Dreamfall Chapters was 2014, and it concluded really? in 2016. So, it seems like an age ago. It does. So it it like really does. So Dreamful Chapters is kind of a sequel, isn't it? To... Oh, shit. It's not a sequel. It... Or is it a sequel? It's, it's not. Because there were, no, there no, were no, two no. parts, weren't there? Yeah, because there's... <laughs> no, no, no. They definitely... It definitely kind of is. It might be a spiritual sequel. Oh, you're right. The Longest uh, Journey. The Longest Dreamfall. Journey. That's what yeah. it's called. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. Obviously, I would assume a studio with a certain um, skill level, a certain pedigree, but behind other kinds of games that maybe they've come together. Or, uh, I'm not reading their about page on their website. Um, but it's, it's kind of... It's made me think a little bit more that I... I kind of miss walking simulators. I haven't played yeah. a walking simulator for a long time. We haven't I, been I mean, around. It's weird. No, like two or three years, really, that I haven't had something of this kind of experience. Um, and I don't know whether it's just because we've moved on from them. 
uh, whether that... people are bringing in more mechanics. Yeah, that's what it to is. People stop are... them. So something like observation, yes, could be considered as a walking simulator, but mm -hmm. it's removed enough from that. Or it's just an that... adventure game. <laughs> it's an adventure game, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there was a stigma around it, and there was like. It was more used as a derogatory term at the beginning, and then people started mm. easing into it. Yeah. I think possibly come full circle, where it's like, no, we want more games, you know, extra mechanics and stuff like that. And to be honest, a lot of those experiences were first-time games, like Gone Home was Fulbright's first-time yeah, game yeah. studio. Like, like Firewatch? Yeah, well, I think I mean, that's the, the narrative side of news is really important. Like, what made those mm. interesting was people, developers focusing on let's get an interesting narrative and we're a small team so mechanics all are given up in the balance and that yeah. for a lot of those was enough but i yeah. mean upon the backs of that success well you can make a game your game with the same yeah. focus on a narrative because you have success and so you have money and investors and well yeah. you have access to a team size that allow you to exactly keep that focus on narrative but get some more gamey game 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 stuff game mm. <laughs> yeah and it's uh yeah I'm, sh I'm sure we'll swing back around as everything does in this industry yeah where we yeah. will get walking simulators again everyone's gonna be like i'm sick of battle rails oh I, <laughs> i'm sure we're gonna have like some <laughs> ar pong soon isn't it all about auto chess at the moment? Everyone loving yeah. auto chess. Yeah, it's going to be auto chess. This is the year of auto chess. Battle auto Royale was chess. so 2017. Next year is going to be. Oh, but but you're going to be the whole year of with the battle royale mode in auto chess, where there are 96 different auto chess teams, and after you all hit level 10, you then pit each other against each other in a mad dash that everyone just sort of watches because there's no active gameplay, and then you're like. Half an hour later, like, I guess this team won. <laughs> the only one that hasn't disconnected yet. Because yeah. <laughs> they're bored. Yeah. Who knows? I don't I don't understand this fucking industry. I don't no. pretend to. Like, I don't think anyone does. The, That's sort of the like, beauty and the curse, right? Completely, completely. Like, what's well, in fashion and... I'm a game designer now, so I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm a game designer. You're a game designer. Well, as of um, two o'clock in the morning, um, I've <gasps> I've become a full-time game designer. Oh, is that what you're going to talk about this week, Lucy? No. <laughs> oh, just tell <laughs> us a little bit about it now, then. Uh, Super Mario Maker Two is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I've been making my level uh, in the spare time that I've had today, and yeah, I was happy with how my first level turned out. Yeah, a deal should buy the game. And I just I it. did m minutes before the podcast started. Uh, I but I've, I why played, are we recording I, now then? I, <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. I've I've, I've played the um, first two story mode missions. Yeah, um, um, and then I re I realized that switching rule sets is I'm not built as easily for as I thought. So like there was one moment. Second story mode is like regular Super Mario Brothers. And mm -hmm. I totally tried to pick up a shell, which of course immediately made me kick it, and it reflected off a box and killed me. And I was like, "Well, that was dumb." I'm, uh, I'm trying to be uh, avoid all the um, levels that sound like they're in that uh, Mario U uh, palette. Oh yeah, I'm like, I'm those. it's ugly as hell. Um, I'll at, at most go to the 3D World palette, but that Mario U. Oh. 
ugly. I, I was ugly, surprised that our lives ugly. don't carry over between maps. No, I don't think they need to, to be honest. Well, so I just, I mean, I think that's why the first levels give you so many lives. It's like, wow, I have 11 lives coming out of this. And then I go to the, <laughs> oh, I guess I start with five. Mm -hmm. Why did I try so hard to be a completionist on this other level? Because I'm <laughs> stupid. I should be speed running. This is all garbage. Yeah, all that is. matters is coins. It's very capitalist <laughs> yes. Mario. Yeah, I was about to say, he's like shaking down people for like coins so they can... Well, it's super weird. It's like Mario Trump because the premise is, um, the premise of story mode is the castle's built. We don't know why it needed to be built at the time, but you just finished building the castle, castle with some toads, and then fucking undo puppy from Mario Paint sits there and he jumps on the undo rocket, and the whole thing gets destroyed. And then now you have to rebuild it, and you oh, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so now yeah. you have to, uh, Mario just says, I will pay for the rebuilding of the entire castle. Mm. And then Taskmaster Toad. Oh yeah, I know some people, I don't know their names, they use pseudonyms, <laughs> they sound shady, it's but like I don't care Craigslist. as long as there's money involved. Um, Does he take a so loan from, like, Waluigi? Do these jobs, just get some money from these worlds. Yeah, it's like Craigslist, like, uh, you know, I accidentally left my you know, machete in somebody's house. It's like, can you go get it for me? And it's like, yeah, I'll pay you six, 60 coins for that. And yeah, it's very bizarre. It, it, it's good. It's very good. It's, like, it's kind of like seedy Mario that you don't... That don't nice. Yeah. 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 I like the idea really of seedy Mario. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but yeah, the, um, uh, the like curation tools are much better this time around and mm. it's still a bit you know like oh i have to type in this course id to find either you or the level you made and still it's better but it's still hmm, maybe this could be a bit more streamlined but it's not too bad yeah mm. it's, it's, it's standard it's on nintendo the go. Yeah, yeah standard nintendo um but not as not as bad as Nintendo can be but yeah, yeah. like this is the first time i've used the creation tools because i just didn't bother the first time Around in the first Mario Maker. Was it, so, really good. is it mm. called Super Mario Maker? Yeah, it is. The first one was called Super Mario Maker, and this is Super Mario Maker yeah. 2. Because obviously everyone just refers to it as Mario Maker. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, do you call Mario Odyssey Mario Odyssey or Super Mario? Uh, is it I don't Super Mario Odyssey? Game. I don't talk about it. It is. It's also... Is it? I, mean, I played that game. <laughs> Isn't the Super Prefix... Suggest a different game. No, no, they've been using it because they used Super Mario Party 10, didn't they? Like last year and stuff like that. Um, or, like, or is it Mario Party? Yeah, haven't we just had like so? But haven't we had Mario it's... Brothers and then Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, but they so called but Mario Brothers thing... was, was a totally different game, right? So like, that's what was... I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. So they haven't used a Mario then, Brothers like, since why Super Mario. Why try Mario? and figure something out when there's no logic to it? They well, called the console the new Nintendo. There wasn't any logic to it. Whether there whether isn't. It was just Mario Maker. <laughs> there's a certain <laughs> level of palettes and aesthetic that you can do, and then by calling it Super Mario Maker, oh, then but, but they don't have the palette of the original Mario Brothers game was a pipe battling game, mm. Mm. right? It had no Bowser, no anything. You were Mario and Luigi. Yeah. It was Mario and Luigi battling yeah, yeah, yeah. on who could get the most coins by flipping yeah. spiky yeah. guys. They, they called a console the new Nintendo 3DS XL. <laughs> so, 
just just don't find just don't look some okay. where there isn't any yeah. i'll drop but yeah it's great I'll, I'll talk about mario maker i'm sure we both will um when we've both yeah well, look, it is interesting that mario kart started as super mario but i think yeah it was because that was it became cool. mario kart 64 like as soon as it left the super Whoa. nintendo they left the super prefix but yeah. all the mainline mario games kept the super prefix the best one is still Super Mario uh, Kart. Yeah, yeah, that's because it's the, it's the ra kart racing game from Krypton. Yeah, oh, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Superman joke in there. And it just, maybe it just really wasn't funny. Maybe that's oh, I'm sure why. It wasn't. <laughs> oh dear. So, who's ready for another beer? Yep. I. Good. Lucy, what are you drinking? I'm drinking another beer from Magic Rock. This time it's a session IPA called Druze. D-R-U-S-E. I hope hmm. I'm pronouncing that right. Um, this one's in a 500ml can this time. It's uh, same 4.3%. Hmm. Uh, is this a collaboration beer? From someone... What is it an Australian brewer. No. It, Victoria Bitter. It it it's spelled G W E I dash L O, and there's like Oriental uh, symbols underneath. So when I don't know if that's how they pronounce it. Well, yeah, when you start throwing in, oh. you know, like hyphens and things. We're getting a little bit too futuristic for like language, aren't we? Mm. So I just call them Gwit. Guilo, but Guilo. I don't know because I was like, it looks like um, it looks like a, I don't know, German, and then okay. that like Japanese, well, Oriental. So I don't know if it's Japanese symbol. It could be Mandarin. I have no idea. I'm just gonna pop open the can. One of the languages you're not familiar with. Yeah. I I can There's get away many. with it because I'm not as ignorant as, you know, most Brits. But anyway, uh, the malts <laughs> are Golden Promise, Tarified Wheat, and Flaked Oats. Uh, the hops are T90 Citra, Zaka Cascade and Denali, uh, Slash Cryo and Citra and Zaka. Uh, the yeast is WLPO66 London Fog Ale. Mm. 4.3%. Let's crack it open. Nice. Adol, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a uh, beer I brought from Calgary. Um, and it, it is very descriptive of me, uh, especially the way I interact with video games in the past couple of years. It is... <laughs> <laughs> called Filthy Casual. <laughs> Really? It is a cold brew dunkel, six percent. Um, you have to keep that can, right? Um, <laughs> with help from our friends at Filthy Casual and Rogue Wave Coffee, we bring you a lager like no other. A dark and smooth-bodied beer mixed with generous proportions of Rogue Wave Coffee creates a new, unique beverage for all the filthy casuals out there. Coffee nice. is Guatemalan from Fica Bueno Esperanzo. Uh, the varietal is Bourbon and Caturo. Uh, it was grown at 1900 MASL, and it was washed in its process. That's right. 
the only flavor text is about the coffee. Nice, <laughs> nice. Who is that brewed by? Who's the brewer? Uh, sorry, it's Town Square Brewing, um, and they are from Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah, you need to keep that count. Yeah, it, it's yeah. pretty great. I also yeah, like how there's good. like the ice cubed coffee beans, or a nice mm. touch to, yes. to reinforce the cold like brew. In a mason mm. jar as well. Yeah, right. It's all yeah. screams. It screams filthy casual. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Nice, crack that. I am going to be drinking uh, Cloudwater's Human Meanings. It's a double IPA. It says on the front, big and juicy. It's 8.5%. So this says, this double IPA leads with CY18 Citra and Mosaic Hops. We selected at Source in the Akima Valley in a 24 gram per liter dry hop charge. Both of these varietals are highly distinctive but complement each other well, combining to unleash flavors of ripe tropical fruits and berries alongside powerful resinous hop notes, all carried by a smooth and juicy base. Uh, oh yeah, Cloudwater changed up what they say about their beers, and they say the aroma and flavor is ripe mango, passion fruit, apricot and blueberry, bold resinous hop notes. The body is full-bodied, juicy and smooth, soft carbonation, and the aftercase is juicy, Juicy finish with low bitterness, lasting resinous hop flavours. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them telling me exactly mm. what I'm going to be getting. I mean, you know, mm. Pressure Drop did it as well, didn't they? What do they say? Just as tasting notes, just giving you an essence and understanding maybe of what you're getting from that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, you know, it's it's fine, but I think I'd rather know what hops were in it and malts and, yeah, and things think- like that. You should. They should. You need to. You need to do the standard things first, and then if you want to give like tasting notes for people to choose if they don't know these things, that's one thing. But yeah, I do think it's weird when they only tell you this is what it'll taste like. Like, what did you put pineapples and bananas <laughs> in there, or is it because you've done something with the hops? Like it. it... You know, you do a great job with this weird beard. Yeah. That's yes, as we understood from the last episode. Perfect, Indeed. perfect flavor text from what they, um, mm-hmm. yeah, what they Indeed. describe. Yes, Lucy, we'll come back to you. Yeah, how is um, the second magic rock? It's really good. It's, it, although it's only four point three percent, you're still getting a lot of flavor, a lot of fruit, a lot of tropical fruit, a slight bit of lemon as well. Um, yeah. that you could, you know, just smell on the nose. It's not sour, um, but it's got like slight prickly to like the hoppiness in it um yeah it's going down really well it's it's reminding me of another one of my beers uh, beers but i can't remember which one it is. might come to me later but yeah it's just like a really nice light still hoppy still fruity Let's see if there's a bit of bitterness at the end mm. hmm slight bit of bitterness like bit, yeah, yeah. The longer I talk, it's it's a the bitterness eases in. It's it's keep just keeps going after a few seconds. So it's so yeah, it's really well balanced. You know, fruitiness at the top, nice lingering bitterness at the end. It's refreshing. It's hoppy. It's it's just a really good session strength there. Nice. Yeah, I should have bought like ten of these. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just started nice. drinking from like 12 
Like you're saying, you started drinking beer at the age of 12? Yeah, that's also true. But um, I should have started drinking today from 12. Right. Yes, and, and it just these... wasn't of this quality either when we were 12. No, absolutely not. It was like, it wasn't even beer. I, was, I didn't even like beer back then. It's like Picardi Breezers. I don't even know if those are still sold. Reefs, mate. Reefs. Yeah, Reefs, it's Reefs mm. and Picardi. Just sugar, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm just old enough sugar. that breezers weren't around when I was in mm. my teenage drinking years. Yeah, so I remember, it was I remember like, when they came out, like the big, yeah. the big advertising yeah. push for them. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I have a spirit out of ice or Mike's Hard Lemonade yeah. when you can have something with rum in it. Mm. Do they have rum in it? Yeah. I mean, that's well, the I main guess they are because. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't even know because it just tasted like sugar. Yeah. It tasted <laughs> like. Um, what are those ones in the bottle? That is just juice. They're like green bottle. I can't remember. Hooch, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep, started drinking hooch at uh, 12 years old. And then you're like, I'm oh God, actually... Bacardi Breezers have come out. I can lay off a little. I'm actually 16. I just look, you know, twice as old. Oh, you probably would if hooch was a drink of choice, <laughs> wouldn't you? Um, yes. Good. Did we talk about your beer? We did. Adam, how was yeah. your beer? It's the heat stroke. The one thing uh, I, I missed in the flavor text, I'll say now, which is mm. they've got a lovely text about the brewery. Mm. Yeah. Craft brewery with the heart for community place for family and friends, colleagues and sweethearts to come together. A place where ideas are birthed, philosophies are debated, and art is shared. Nice. Beautiful. As is the all set of ideals for uh, a brewery. I, I kind of like it. Yeah. yeah. Community. Cool. Good beer. What was, it, uh, was it a Dunkel? Is, um... Yeah, it was a Dunkel. It basically smells like coffee. Mm. Well, there was a lot of coffee imagery on the uh, camp, so... <laughs> They're cutting out, so I'll just wait for the internet to settle. Oh, yes, yes, you're, you're coming in and out as well, so... I'll just sit here with my beer. Why yeah. internet bad? Mm. You're fine, you're fine, keep talking, keep talking. The dunkel, okay. the dunkel, the coffee dunkel. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and it's not nearly as coffee in my face as I would have thought, but it's also sweeter than I would have thought. Okay. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't... I mean, I think the, the one thing I will say is the cold brew is um, pushing against the beer tastes. It feels like there's mm. a bit more of a tug-of-war rather than like a weaving of the two. Mm. Uh, not entirely, but... It's really interesting. Um, it's good. So I think the, the maltiness uh, and the sweetness of the dunkel is coming through. And in that sense, the coffee is tempered by sweetness in the way you would get if you didn't get a black coffee. Um, but why I think I'm saying there's a tension is because um, it feels like, like, yes, they work well together, but they're not melding so much as like they just happen to be in a good balance. So that makes sense. Yeah. They're not sort of interwoven. So there's a sense that the coffee's being undercut and there's a sense that the beery maltiness is being undercut and mm. the 
initial taste is quite good and actually sort of what I was hoping given it's a hot day uh, later in the evening uh, to have it taste like like an iced coffee yeah, um, yeah. but it's actually there isn't like because they're a bit in tension or like pushing back at each other I'm not getting a lot of depth of the talk coffee nor a depth in the malt so I'm like oh this is definitely coffee and this is definitely malty but It's a bit of, um, oh, interesting. It's a bit of citrus coming through now. Hmm. Underneath yeah, the sweet, hmm. um, which wasn't expecting. Still, yeah, just still a little. They're yeah, not in like the. I don't want to punch in the face, but just a little weak in the. It's, a, it's all plain, I guess. The, the flavors going yeah. on in there, and they're interesting, and they're. They're not fighting against each other, but they seem to be flattening each other. So it just feels yeah. a little plainer, given that, you know, they, there's this very fancy coffee in here. It's a dunkle, which usually, you know, it's a little more malt forward, and there's usually a heavier taste going on. I'm just mm -hmm. sort of surprised at how subdued the beeriness is. Mm -hmm. um, but may, maybe it might be the mosaic still on my palate. Um, so I might chime in in a bit if I change my mind. But okay. Yeah. Fair, fair. Still tasty. And, um, yeah, not not like other coffee beers I've had. I, I, mm. It makes me more interested in finding like coffee or espresso dunkles or like you know those less often. Like you get the porters and uh, and uh, yeah, Siren do the barista range, which yes. are really pretty good. A few of them are quite high strength. Um, you have like some of the like fives and sixes. Right, but yeah, those are really good. Like, I mean. Kind of. Yeah, you've reminded me this is a 6% beer. It does not. Mm. It does mm. not taste 6% in the slightest. Mm -hmm. um, mm. uh, and luckily there's enough going on. It's not like I'm like pounding it because I'm bored of flavor. Um, but I kind of forgot that it was much stronger than the, the previous beer I had. Mm. Mm. Um, unlike the cloud water I'm drinking, which is a big juicy beer i mean it says big and juicy on the front <laughs> of the can uh but it is unmistakably uh, like a juice bomb double ipa uh, i'm not getting alcohol from that flavor but just uh -huh. that 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 strength of fruity <laughs> flavors does just make me think yeah this is a big beer this is a big yeah. big percentage beer um, it has that unmistakable like cloud water quality to it completely. In the nose, it's I don't know if the, the you know again the cans don't tell us the information about what they're putting in there, but what is it cloud water used like WLP zero zero two yeast or you know, um, it they're clearly using a similar base for you know for their beers again. Um, they went through a little bit of a stage of doing a lot of collaboration beers for several months with a lot of people and now we're back to kind of like just cloud water beers and it is unmistakably a cloud water beer and it, and it yeah. is beautiful it's a really good beer and i'm getting a lot of those fruits so you're getting the mango you're getting the passion fruit uh, maybe not quite the blueberries kicking through um, mm, yeah that was didn't seem to mix with the other fruits that they were going to no, just like throwing no, a random bit yeah. completely and I know it's it's got that. Um, so it says uh, on the can at least it says mango, passion fruit, apricot, and blueberry. And the apricot 
works almost all the way through the flavor so it's almost straight away you get the apricot it's right there at the end uh, mm -hmm. the passion fruit kind of peaks a little bit at the beginning i'm getting a little bit of sweetness a little bit of mango at the beginning as well that kind of dulls out as the flavor kind of recedes slightly into space it's a it's a it's a quite a dry beer but this flavor is sticking around quite mm -hmm. a lot but even then <laughs> even in that aftertaste still not getting a lot from the blueberry at least enough mm -hmm. to pick it out from yeah. anything that's the uh, thing that's a, that's the thing when they tell you oh it's got this and that and this and it you should well you should taste this and that and the other thing when you don't you you start searching for it and it's like yeah you yeah. said there'd be blueberries well, i thought i mean, can because yeah or, or your brain just assumes there is <laughs> like i i mean I, li I like tasting notes but but um a little you know if i couldn't find the grapefruit and looked for mm. it like one, mm. is it so subtle it shouldn't be a tasting note is a weird question because obviously we have different palates. But also sometimes I feel like it's just like, oh, yeah, there's the pine. Because it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's slightly bitter and apparently I need pine. So, you know, some placebo effect kicks in. Okay, but completely. But also I don't, I don't eat blueberries that much. So no, they're I'm really good here. and they're full of antioxidants. Evelyn has them a lot. I don't. But... I'm that's not my thinking, favorite berry. So I'm sat here thinking, is that the blueberry? No, that's not blueberry. Is that the blueberry? No, yeah. that's not blueberry. Is that the blueberry? And because I'm not, because you're looking have for the, it. Yeah, I'm looking for it, but I don't have the recognition of blueberry instantly to be like, oh, that there it is. So you know, yes, it's it's probably very subtly in there. And as you say, Adol, is it subtle enough that it should be kind of like included, really? I don't know. So you're know. not coming to the blueberry fan convention of 2019? <laughs> yeah, I'll come there. Why not? Fuck it. If there's blueberry beers, why not? It's just started just like blueberries. console just war fruit. with like strawberries. I like r raspberries. That's it. Like you can only be one or the other. <laughs> fruit post-Brexit is so expensive <laughs> that you can only be one or the other. That's it. You have to buy in now. Only That's one time. giant strawberry all year. So the civil war in UK started. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, which one should we pay more import tax on? Blueberries or strawberries? And then That's it. Twitter only, one, only one can win. Oh, I'm team strawberry. Mm, I'd go with strawberries mm, over the blueberries. Mm, yeah, every day. The mm. deal. Which side are you on? Oh, I think blackberries. <laughs> They're better than both strawberries. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, At least no. you could just go to the railway track and pick some blackberries. You know, it's fine. Mm, yeah, you can just yeah, scrounge those from wherever you want. Blackberries. Yeah. But I mean, I think they do. They're not too sweet like strawberries, but they have more depth. I like. But they the can egg. be so shriveled and sour though. Yeah, but that's all the fucking strawberries. Yeah. But like blueberries. <laughs> Generally, if they're super plump, they end up being quite bland. But you can get some mm -hmm. nice, interesting tart ones. But that is rarer. It's not the standard taste. Blackberries, the standard taste is the more interesting part. Mm -hmm. And even the they're not super tart that they make you, you know, squirrel up. Um, but they're not bland and sweet. So I think they the do what strawberry corner. wants to do better than strawberry and what blue, blueberry wants to do better than blue. Mm -hmm. The fruit Good. corner um, of the yeah. tank top podcast. 
the Muller fruit corner. I'm glad we've hit the you know the main the Muller's fruit we, report. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good, right? They are our beers. Let's move on, Lucy. Yes. Mario, Super Mario Maker 2 was not your talking point this week. What is your talking yeah, point this week? Um, yes, that was it. Um, yeah, I uh, finished up Box Boy and Box Girl. Very good. We spoke about that mm. last time. Um, played some Castlevania Bloodlines. That's a very good game. Played oh, yeah. through it with both uh, characters. Um John and yeah, there's some. I think one's called John. It may actually be Steve. It was John Morris and like Simon or something. <laughs> I can't remember. It might be. Simon. No, is it Simon? No, because no, that's Simon. It no, wasn't that's... Simon. It was Simon's Quest. Hmm. Yeah, it was some other geezer from Spain. Yeah, Barry. Yeah. It might have been Barry, but anyway. <laughs> But yeah, that's a, that's a very good game. Um, it, like the music's not the best of the series, but the what they were doing with the um, technology because I think it was the it was on the Genesis it was like like really good. Like mm. the, the effects that they were doing with that game back in '94, insane. Um, and I played Contra Hard Corps um, with the Contra collection, which is another good collection from Konami. Nice. Yeah, um, do recommend them. Um, yeah, Contra is even like more, you know, horseshit than like uh, Castlevania. But they'll just <laughs> kill you for no reason. Um, so yeah, it's good to. Contra's like, hard. Find... Contra's it's super not... hard. Castlevania's hard. Contra is impossible. Um, <laughs> it absolutely is. I remember playing it. It's like couldn't even get off the first level. So it's mm. nice just to save scum like every. Twelve seconds, can't <laughs> like, roof or just like some random enemy just spawns out of nowhere and just kills you. Those I mean, games uh, are nonsense. But... <laughs> I assume that I assume a lot of these collections are, uh, you know, do ape the the original games where you're only on that like eight point, uh, you know, like aiming mode with Contra and and stuff. It's not yeah. like you know they're not up them to like a three sixty arc or anything like that. So, no. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. They are, you know, really good fun, but I am just, I mean, Castlevania, I was trying trying not to save scum too much. I was like, okay, I want to get through, like, the entire stage and then save it before the boss, because the bosses are yeah. always just nonsense anyway. Right. And I was, you know, managing to do that with most of the Castlevania. Sometimes I'd just be like, you know what, I've done this before, let me just restart and save scum again. But, like, Contra, it's like, yeah. Every every time, like the screen, you know, you get onto the next screen. So, like, yep, I'll save it now because I'm just gonna die in a second. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, Contra Hard Corps, um, very good. Um, it's it's just the epitome of like 90s, just like over the top and <laughs> oh, it's just so stupid. But anyway, the, like the the um uh. The bad guy, one of the bad guys in it, is called Neumann Cascade, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, Neumann. But anyway, the game that I wanted to talk about, which I played last week, I told Adil to pick it up, so, not sure, I haven't touched base with you, Adil, don't know how far you've got in it, if you've even started it at all, is, hold on, let me get the full name, <clears throat> Cadence of Hyrule, oh. colon, 
Crypt of the Necrodancer featuring The Legend of Zelda. I think actually you'll find it uh, Cadence of Hyrule, Left Facing Skull. Crypt of the, etc. There are icons. They seem to have the I did pick it up, but I mm-hmm. only played like 25 to 35 minutes because I didn't realize my Switch, I didn't use it much, but I didn't charge it while I was in Vienna and it just mm-hmm. lost a bunch of its battery mm-hmm. in standby mode or whatever for the three or four days I was there. And so when I really wanted to play it at the airport, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> Cool. This two-hour delay would have been perfect for just bashing out some things with some yeah. things. Also, I'm not good at it very much yet. <laughs> Don't worry about that, my friend. Because um, it is based on Crypt of the Necro Dancer, a game that I didn't play because I was like, this is a roguelike and it's really bad at both of those things. Like a, so... uh, a rhythm-based roguelike, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, I'm bad at both of those things, so I'm not going to touch this. I appreciate it from afar. Um, because the music's cool, it looks cool, the concept is cool. Mm. Um, the concept is you're, as you say, rhythm based, you're moving around to the beat on like, um, a what do you call it, isometric or top down, like grid system? It's more top down, it's, mm, it's like yeah, more top down, yeah. It's Link, Link's Awakening, yes, angle. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like classic Zelda uh, angle, and um, yeah, you're basically moving to the beat, and all the enemies on screen are moving to the beat also, all have their different attack patterns and stuff like that, and you're also attacking to the beat. So um, as soon as you get into like the vicinity of an enemy, you 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 don't need to like do an extra button press to attack; it'll do it automatically for you. So mm. you're only really using the directional buttons. Um, to, you know, traverse the map and attack. So it's not like you're having to do an extra input, which is good because that would have literally broken my brain if I had to, like, okay, <laughs> tap, move to the beat, and then slash with, like, A or B button or something like that. I mean, I think that's uh, where I'm, I, I struggle, actually. So I, I haven't got the rhythm of the basic <clears throat> navigation around. Like, you also have to be facing the right way in order to <clears throat> hit them when they're when you're near them. And so it feels like you want to hit the button to attack, mm-hmm. but if it's because you've like if the if the guy's coming around and you come around, but you're facing mm-hmm. the wrong way, then you think, oh, I'll hit you. But now you're actually running into him, yeah, because you've told your you, whoever your character is to jump in. Mm-hmm. I say that mm-hmm. because you can pick either Link or Zelda. Um, yeah. Yeah, you'll um, collide with another character if you just keep going, you know. Yeah, um, and so you think, oh, oh so it, it, I mean, that's the thing that my, I haven't got my instincts right on, which is I need to get my pattern such that not only am I next to the person mm-hmm. or the enemy, but also facing them in the right direction yeah. such that I then stab instead of move, 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 mm-hmm. looking downwards, smack, now I've lost a life. Yeah. And, I, and it took me a while to figure out that's what I was doing wrong. So it was like, yeah. like I was like, there, oh, there's a couple of complex attack patterns and, and a busy screen. Just I was like, how am I dying so much? Do yeah. I not understand the beat? And it's like, no, it's not that I'm missing beats. It's that I'm playing the game wrong. 
Yeah, but <laughs> these are all the frustrations that I went through, yeah. and apparently a lot of people go through. Yeah, and you said that you stopped about half an hour in. Yeah. Literally, after about 45 minutes, you it click, it just like, yes. Okay, you you know the beat, you know the songs, which are very good. I'll get onto that later. But it's like, you know how to move to the beat at the right time. And I'm not good at rhythm games, but this is like a pseudo rhythm game to be that good at you know keeping to the rhythm um mm. it, you just get into like a flow state and it, it just well you're just in the zone at a certain point but i you think it helps do it has audio and video it. cues right so at the bottom yes. of the screen is basically a triforce with um a flat uh, set of flashing bars and like a the, on the beat yeah. of the music mm-hmm. is when the two bars meet from the left and the right on the triforce yeah. and it does that over and over and yeah. when you you can hit bricks that slow down or increase tempo, and obviously that'll slow down or increase. So you can yeah. technically play the game on mute. Yes, you could, and there's yeah. also like a fixed beat mode, which like removes the need to go to the beat entirely. Um, but yeah, you do have that like visual metronome in the middle. But I I never looked at that. Um, it is it is a case where you do just you you just pick it up. You don't need to be good at rhythm games because I'm not. Don't have to be good at roguelikes or, or mm. roguelite even. It's because you do. Th- there is some persistence in the game. You do keep some of the, your some of your items. Um, you lose all your rupees um, to like buy upgrades and stuff like that if you if you die. Uh, but you do get to keep some like persistent items, and there's quite a lot of items that you keep. So death is never really that punishing. And once you start understanding it, get you know start moving to the beat properly, start knowing ep- enemy patterns and get like better weapons. Like I think you're still using like the short stabby sword um a deal, yeah. but later on you unlock like um like weapons that can just slash across three different squares. Yeah like the bronze sword. Yeah. And like the long range weapon which I stuck with um throughout the whole game practically. You know, that that's what made it smooth sailing. Um but but yeah it's it's got a lot of depth to it, but you don't really see that depth unless you go looking for it. Because there's a lot of different mm. items you can use, but I found, like, oh, I'm in the groove now with this, like, um, spear that covers across, like, two two different um, two different squares. I've got the ribbon down now, I'm just going to stick with this loadout. Right. Oh, like, and stuff like that. And yeah. If you want to use the bombs or, you know, boomerang typical zelda uh yeah. sub weapons so you can um, load weapons onto abxy yes but yeah. your like default attack you map to a weapon and that's the one that you sort of yeah play. use yeah yeah um but yeah it's it, it's it grabbed me because it was the like zelda palette um mm. and it is very much like a link to the past like if you know someone just went crazy and was like, oh, I'll just do a rhythm game based on, like, Link to the Past. And yeah. it's got dungeons, you know, you, it's got, like, Kakariko Village, it's got, like, all the, you know, enemies and characters in it, and it's like... At first, I was, like, meandering, didn't know where to go, but then once you know, okay, there's four different dungeons in the other mm. space. Um, yeah, you know, Octavo has, Octavo, yeah. has frozen the Zelda's dad in the castle, and you have to beat him on top of the castle to unfreeze him or steal him. I think, yeah. and you do that by first attacking his four 
uh, warriors, and yeah. they each have their own weapon, which is an group. instrument. Musical instrument, and yeah. they they got really good names. Um, oh, dad band. Not even cool. his dad mates is like his band. Is oh yes, dad, his band, yeah. this is dad band. Yeah. By the way, Ben, you've been frozen for quite some time. <laughs> you just oh, got. Cool. He's not frozen for me. Uh, on mine, he just hadn't got, moved for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's frozen. He's got like this real side eye look, like, <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's directly looking at like a deal somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice up, it's like, it's like nice what do you want about, mate? But anyway, um, yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to playing more of it. Yeah, you'll 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 pick it up and trust me, you'll get into the groove. And it's like, yeah, I understand this now. But um, yeah, it's quite short. It's like I finished it in about. Five, six hours, maybe. It's so about four to six hours, I guess. I did quite a lot of like dis you know, discovering the map and mopping up and stuff like yeah. that. Um, before I went to the final boss, and yeah, still finished it at like sub six hours. Um, has it has it had you going to uh to kind of to to reach for Crypt of the Necrodancer? Do you want no. to play more of this kind of thing? I would, but I know how tough Crypt of the Necrodancer is, mm. and honestly, what brought me to this is the fact that it was Zelda, you know, yeah. <laughs> and um, which is like it's conflicting because it's like, yeah, I should see their original work and what the inspiration was for this. Um, if it was like on a, it was on sale on Switch like before this came out and when it was mm. first announced, but it was like. I'm not going to spring for it because I don't even know if I'm going to like Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, but now that yeah. you know, I do like that game and that um, that format, that, that that uniqueness of it. If it was like you know, just dropped on like I don't know, Epic Games, there's a free game or something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. But um, yeah, it's, I think it's that familiarity with Zelda, even, even as a new. Zelda say, fan which is myself. surprising given that you aren't a historical Zelda game and the yeah. the Zelda games that it's appealing to are the ones that you are still pretty new to, right? I'm new to all Zelda to be honest, but um but, like, I think you I played, played Breath of the Wild, right? But you didn't That was my first Zelda game I actually played and finished. Mm. Um well not played but finished. Not yet. Um, yeah. But um yeah, but it's like I've I've known about even though I've never played like Zelda in the past. It's like it's always been there, like Mega Man. It's like it's always been there, you know. And <laughs> it's like I'm not a crazy Mega Man fan, but you know when Mega Man hits, start playing. It's like I'm gonna start bopping my head to them. But um, mm. but yeah, but what really stands out in this game is the music. Like yeah. it is incredible, as like, you would expect from a rhythm game, I suppose. Yes, and it's the the remixes on the Zelda music. It's just mm. oh my god! It's it... um, I I will I say class. that mm. the uh, K uh, Crypto Necro Dancer is currently all a part of the Steam Summer Sale, mm -hmm. and it is two pounds nineteen pence. Yeah, it was wow, like three four pounds on Switch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just say it's even cheap on really, but yeah, like but nobody plays PC games. Not even you. Ben, die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. shrivel into the corner. Just... 
Uh, uh, you're one of my favorite nobodies. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Good. listen to this music. Just listen to this. Yeah. I can't hear anything. No, it's gone. It's silence playing. from Lucy. Lucy played three bars and then stopped. Can't hear it. No, no, it stopped. It stopped. We heard nothing. Who knows what? Oh, I know like. what it is. I'm sure it's Discord's um, oh, audio. Yes. Being like, oh, that's that's clearly background music. I should cut it off so the people can talk. So you have to like oh, make noises Lord. along, but not too why loud. Why be so clever? Well, I'll just sing it. Yeah, I really from the bits and bobs I've heard in like the thirty minutes I played. I really liked it. Yeah, the the uh, Kakarika Village uh, Crypt music okay. is a banger. It's um, probably the best song. Oh, uh, what I really like is you've got all these remixes that are like area specific and whatever, but there's also the the main so. Moving around in the game, if there's no enemies, you just sort of hop along in your yeah. weird way. Uh, and as soon as enemies come in, it sort of kicks into a new um, musical mode that's yes. more intense. Um, and that's when the beat matters, and you can only sort of if you try, if you move off the beat, then you're just yeah. missing things, etc. Um, there's a bad and I really like that because it's a nice dynamic indicator. Yeah. So even when you like you kill the last enemy on the screen. Yes, you know, because you're trying to track all the elements, but also, if you missed one, you're still in that music mode. So, because, And because you're paying, paying attention to the beat the whole time, mm -hmm. um, yeah. this makes it super obvious that um, it's, a, it's a really good game design thing yeah. where you're, you're so focused on the beat that you don't even have to look anywhere else. You already know there's another enemy, and then you're using your eyes, your visual field is looking for the enemy versus, have I finished? Mm -hmm. Oh, there's the guy, right? And it makes a big difference, I think, to immediately get that... Yeah. Like, okay, where is he? Mode, yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah, the audio visual feedback on this game is really fantastic. Yeah. And like, all the while I was playing through, I was just like head banging. I was just in the zone playing. Yeah, nice, very good. Yeah, fully recommend it. Good, good. Uh, maybe if I end up coming by tomorrow, you could play. <gasps> Give him a game. Yeah. Bring that switch to my barbecue, and then we can all like play everybody else. Yeah. Oh, and then actually, <laughs> and then we can both play Lucy's level. Yay! Oh. I want honest criticism and feedback on my nice. first level, and then I'll That's just good, cry. That's a very good idea. Yes, <laughs> like no Lucy shit, shit. <laughs> it's only about. It's not long. <laughs> I was trying to make it harder. five seconds. Yeah, I was like, like three jumps. This done. needs to be. Yeah, it's like this needs to be harder. It's mm. called icy dry bones. Oh man, that's awesome! Like my first instinct yeah. was, I want to make a snow ice level. Yeah, I just wanted my to use the carcass of a dry bones because I was like, that's just hardcore. Mm. Am I sliding everywhere? Stuff. <laughs> sliding everywhere and I fight dry in a, bones in a carcass. Yeah, yeah. In a, oh, what in what, a dry the, bone what shell base game mode is it in? Uh, free because because that's that's the best my one. favorite to me it is yes. it is objectively the best Mario yes what um what Mario does it go up to it has one free world we won't even talk about the U and 3D world yeah okay. where it's not actually 3D 
because it's not a. It's so it's got some Mario But basically, yeah. it has certain interactive elements which are depth based, like you can get bullet yeah. bills yep. coming, which at is cool. Mm. Which is really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's fine. It's just we will not speak of the U. Um, I mean, I don't know <laughs> enough disgusting. about the U one. It's disgusting. I've tried playing that game. It's 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 hell on earth. It's it's disgusting. It shouldn't be allowed to exist. If I didn't love Nintendo so much, they should be tried for content. Well, you know, the Switch is pretty much just you know the Wii U again, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah, but much. Yeah, what if the Wii U had no Wii? <laughs> yeah. just, just you, you. Yeah. just you yeah the, the Wii U like it, it's it's so good to see what they were actually prototyping but it should have just been mm. a prototype that yeah. they released to like 50 people and be like how can we make this better <laughs> like, get rid of the whole uh, tablet and make it and, you know, <laughs> yeah just yeah, make a new console fuck this like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's it's, yeah. it's Having lived through those dark days, it's good to come out on the other side. Like, I mean, I owned a Wii, but I never really played much of it. Like, I played Galaxy One, I never and owned a bunch a Wii. of Wii Sports and Mario Party. I was one of the it, only it ended up just being the console that when people were around who wanted to play a game but didn't know how to play real games. No, I mean, but like, they didn't want to like play something it. more extreme. They just wanted like, to fuck around on a screen. Well, yeah, I'd be like, get on Black Ops. Get on Call of Duty. We're not playing bowling. Yeah. That's why I never had a Wii. I was oh, like, although, what are I these motion really controls? Good at bowling. Um, in, so we, when I, when the Wii first came out, I was living with two friends of mine and there was some, <laughs> just say, a very green environment. <laughs> okay. Um, and so we got really good at figuring out how to trigger the right, like, things on all the Wii Sports with minimal activities. Like, so to get the perfect close putt, you basically can just take the Wii U, the Wiimote, and slowly move it up and down until it finally registers, and then you will do the weakest hit. There's no point in actually swinging it. But because we learned that, we just try figured out how to do all like moves. You just sat just, on like, the sofa quick... like the minimal movement. Yeah, yeah. and bowling Perfect. was the same way. It's like, well, why would I stand up and try and do the bowling thing? That seems like a lot of effort. What if mm. we figured out what kind of minimal move would get us triggering the the motion control thing? It was great. The weed you, good times. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Unlike if you had. When I had a Wii, like mm. Sonic and Mario Olympics or whatever that was called, we oh, had can't to you wait like for the, the sequel. Maximum, maximum fucking effort. Where it was like, oh, we've got to run as fast as possible. I just like smash your hands constantly to make Sonic run. Oh, so, so yeah, the the cheat for boxing I realized was because I realized when my phone rang and I. Took the nunchuck and I put it in my the same hand oh. to grab my phone and just kept doing this and then <laughs> they, basically the two uh, inputs would just fight over which one got priority, which means you're always fucking punching <laughs> one hand after the other because there's a a lag, so it wouldn't register like a punch punch. Oh, but if both were punching at the same time, it would be one two or one two, and it, the the system would figure that out. So you were just always maximally punching. I'd say I'm nice. glad we're out of that era. But they're all back again with VR. So. Yeah. Ugh. I can't wait for yeah. the Wii VR. 
That's what it'd be we cool are, as well. We that is exactly Although, to be fair, I, I want to meet someone who's made the Labo VR so I can just figure out how bad Breath of the Wild VR is because I can't, that, like, you, you're not strapped to it and you can't mm. see your hands. So, like, the worst of all VR things, but I bet it looks lush and I bet walking around feels great until your neck hurts. Yeah, I yeah. think just looking at screenshots of that game in VR would suffice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just go to your, your Switch album. Well, that's a nice screenshot. It'd be like one of those. Do those. You do, do a panorama with screenshots, and then stitch them in Photoshop, <laughs> and then just view view the 360 thing you can output. Those are those things. Those those head. Viewmaster. Yes, that's the one. It just like a viewmaster. Viewmaster is the like, best. Yeah, it's just like the sad thing is. So the principle behind Viewmaster is: what if we had? Are you familiar with the plastic? Toy, yeah, yeah. You put a little disc in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seen that, yeah. yeah, it's it's literally what if we had two images and created a static depth of field because your left mm -hmm. eye would have see something and your mm -hmm. right eye would see something slightly different, so it would give you that depth. Of field. Turns out that's the exact same principle, but most post production 3D is rendered on. They just arbitrarily create a plane mm. and another plane, and then they and then they re render the frames with. X in front of Y as focus points, and so mm. like they shift things. So the reason why fucking post production 3D looks so garbage is because all you're doing is clicking the Viewmaster wheel 30 <laughs> times a second. That's it. It's the same fucking technology. Uh, bring Brilliant. back Viewmasters. <laughs> oh, let's move on from this. Adol, what's your talking point this week? Um, well, I was going to say, well, we, we talked about game, um, which I played a little bit, and other game, which I played even less of. Um, I actually wanted to talk about this announcement from Sony that they are making a television show. I oh, thank God, I thought we were talking oh. about loot boxes. No. And that would have been a whole thing. <laughs> uh, no, no, I thought I, I just, they're making, announcing a television show um, in pre production based on Final, Final Fantasy XIV. Is that the, the MMO no, one? Yes. Yeah, the second MMO Final Fantasy game that oh, had a horrendous start, that such that they rebooted the entire mechanics and system of the game, but tied it into the lore on why suddenly the whole world worked differently, uh, and you needed a new character. <laughs> um, <laughs> my uh, my and, knowledge and it, of... that caught a lot of special goodwill that mm -hmm. like there was a lore version, and it also was well designed, and I've played it for a spell or two in the past and people it's just actually been slowly growing like it's got a reasonable amount of people obviously more heavily japan centric mm -hmm. um and so one i get why they might this ip that sort of seems old you know the new expansion just is coming out in july maybe that it's getting some attention but also who the fuck wants a tv show based on an mmo where the whole point is the narrative's kind of bullshit because you need to like artificially cycle a bunch Otherwise, well, everyone quits after three months. It's, it's a live game, live TV show. These things will go on until we die. Yeah. And all I guess, the anime <laughs> fanboys so, will be... So, one, I just thought it was an interesting, random thing. Uh, but I thought we might talk about what weird-ass properties would you actually want? Like, this is Final a left Fantasy TV show. <laughs> Final right? Fantasy, but that's the one I want. Which one? Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV. Which one? Fourteen? Nah, Tactics. 14. Um... X2. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that an actual... So good. That is, is, that a, is a, a, a 10 2 is an actual game. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I called it Pretty Girl Dress Me Up because that's what the losers fucking yeah. label. Well, yeah, that's what it was ten two. Ten two was when you were uh, the three the three ladies from ten. Yeah, uh, it was and... Riku, Yuna, and uh, the black maid. Yeah, who? Oh shit! Wait, Yuna who was, and who was super like prude in Final Fantasy ten, but in ten two just didn't really give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't really remember her name. Who knows what she's called? No one knows what she's called. But you got to swap uh, outfits a lot in that game. Yeah, you swatch jo swap jobs and outfits you and you can do dynamics. That's a lot of, yeah. Yamamura the pigeon is back in uh, Mario, mate. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> the uh, tutorial, <laughs> the tutorial <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> I was just thinking of Japanese oh, names, but then I I'm mean, like, oh, more games, more games, games need a tutorial yeah, pigeon. Yeah, tutorial pigeon. <laughs> oh, well, her name was Pain. Pain, yes. Oh, oh Pain was the new one. She wasn't the black maid. She was the new one for that game, wasn't she? Pain. Yeah, Pain was new. I don't remember the name of the mage though in the original one. Doesn't matter. Um, so the, the topic I wanted to bring up mm. as we finish our beers was. Yeah, yeah, we can think of straightforward, this can be a movie or a, a TV series, but like, what bizarre, like, like, like this weird MMO announcement, it's not, it's just, right, what bizarre thing, specifically, do you want to see as a TV show? Leisure right? Suit Something Larry. That they, they, sorry? Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Have like oh, the male version of Sex in the City. Is it live like, action? No, no, it isn't. <laughs> oh, that's, that's absolutely no relation to Sex in the City whatsoever. If that's what yeah. they turned it into, people who like Leisure Shit Larry would be like, this is shit. Yeah. Because Leisure Shit Larry is essentially just porn. Well, no, it's not that even. Exists. It's it's. it's Don't we just talk about what VR porn? It's a creep who wants to be in a softcore movie and maybe gets one or two softcore scenes in the entire series. Yeah, that definitely. So that definitely exists. That's got to exist. That's oh yeah, I just exist. mean like 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 the Leisure Suit Larry games, especially the OG ones. You didn't like just have sex all the time. So most of it was like being a creep and doing really questionable things, and then maybe <laughs> getting a, a weird sex scene. So if you translate that to a TV series, it's like season one has two or three main arcs where he's just being a creep towards girl one, girl two, and girl three. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, there I'm sure there's films of all these um, games. You just got to look on the right section in Pornhub. But, right. Um, <laughs> um, but <laughs> I think uh, just just on like the point and click adventure, like any of the Lucas art game, I'd love I'd love like a Grim Fandango. Like, oh, that'd be TV amazing. Show. Yeah, that'd be so good. Like, because a lot of the LucasArts games are like this is practically a cartoon anyway, like Monkey Island, yeah, identical and stuff like that. But um, yeah, the Grim Fandango like world is just so interesting. Like, that would be. Cool. I want mm. that. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be very cool. I mean, yeah, there's 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 loads of sort of like TV shows and movies that are that are very similar to a lot of games out there, like. If we're talking kind of um, like absurdity, mm. uh, you know, like or at least left kind of like, field, like just yeah, the, the same as kind of like Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah. So um, 
something like uh, like like Mutant Year Zero would, oh, yeah, would be work really quite well. So something that is like post-apocalyptic, but actually it's not just like humans. It is that kind of like that mutant aspect of it mm-hmm. um, with that survivability kind of thing to it. But one thing I think would work really well that I actually think would, uh, you know, would translate much better as a TV series than it has done as a film would be Hitman. Yeah. And it can still be super absurd. Of course it can. But it's like a 40-minute, you know, episode. Rather than trying to do the whole, like, two-hour, like, here's a Hitman, oh, Mm -hmm. now they know who he is, oh, he's some kind of threat... Oh, we need to put to give a total story in two hours rather exactly, than exactly. Yeah. It just needs to be a, a series of his hits. You know, yeah. uh, whether it's you know ten episodes and the first one can be a bit story kind of heavy, and then it is just him doing hits. It's very mm-hmm. kind of you know very location based, and, all and they would of- call it. Agent 47's greatest oh, Of course they would. Of course they would. They call it Timothy Oliphant's Holiday yes. Snaps. Or something Oh my god, that's stupid. I mean, yeah, I kind of just want to get see yeah. Instagram. Fuck. We need to make an Instagram account that's called Timothy Oliphant's Holiday Snaps, and it's just Hitman screenshots. Uh, there, was, there was an article that was... Um, it, I can't remember who put it up. Was it Polygon or something? I can't remember. But they were like just just interviewing like Timothy Oliphant, and it was, like, yeah, I found myself in like the yes. middle of nowhere in like I Iceland. needed some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, well, he was in a show, <laughs> Deadwood, wasn't it? And he yes, bought a new yes. house, and then it got cancelled like two months later. He's like, I bought a house expecting I had a job. I said yes to everything, and I found myself in fucking Iceland doing some weird goddamn. Yeah. And he was like, you really appreciate, like, any decent job after doing like that. And it's just so good. Yeah, <laughs> so, so good enough. But yeah, um, somebody, where was it? I think it was the No Clip Dream? Yes, it was, because he's doing a uh, Hitman documentary, which would be yeah. really cool. Um, yeah, someone in the chat was, like, saying, I'd love to see, like, a Hitman show, like, coincide with, um, um, Coincide with like the episodic release of like Hitman Three or something like that, mm. so that would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I mean, there's there's mm. tons of there's tons of games that you could have, uh, yeah. you know, like an episodic, uh, you know, TV show base around that would be uh, would be absolutely absurd. Um, mm-hmm. So like subsurface circular, mm. or at least not necessarily subsurface circular, but kind of that universe the subcircular kind of universe like yeah. you know we've already seen uh quarantine come sort of off the back of that mm-hmm. which puts you in a slightly different time frame which deals with slightly different things you know there's tons of kind of franchises out there which are a little bit more abstract a little bit more absurd which you can build something off of you know we've got tons of tv programs out there which mm-hmm. have just been created out of nothing which start off ridiculously mm-hmm. so i you know it, it, it's it's kind of i think i i find the the whole final fantasy 14 um like tv show announcement to be kind of a bit weird like because why tie yourself to that 
<laughs> Why not just make a fucking fantasy show? Because we all know IPs are considered it. more valuable than old IPs, right? I mean, like, the fanboys will watch really it. Who gives a shit? Who really gives a shit whether it's Final Fantasy fourteen or it's Epic Adventure series twelve? You know, like, yeah. I still haven't watched the Castlevania series. It's like if I'm like, it was not bad. Yeah, I've That's heard right. that, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. I was bored because I like Castlevania. Yeah. <laughs> Just because I like Castlevania doesn't mean like, oh yeah, I play games because they're games. Yeah, completely. You know, nice. Completely Lies. different. Like games for the epic narratives. Yeah, I just play <laughs> walking simulators, and that's it. I just want it to play itself. I want an auto scroller. No. Um, <laughs> they should really make like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV show out of those games. Yeah. And uh, uh, a TMNT a TV show would would sit very well. Yeah, and Chip and Dale. How come they never did? <laughs> uh, by, that, like... by that you mean the, the male erotic dancers. Yes. Who I've actually seen in Manchester. Oh really? Hey. Good ten years ago, I think. Yeah. Nice, nice. I oh, mean there's good. there's tons of franchises. You can back, back to of... Chippendales. We don't like, move on. Like probably. some of them were like just coming in you know, like randomly coming into the audience. They were whoa, very whoa, whoa, whoa. When you say coming into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> they were like just running into the audience. Um, they were very like oily and slippery. Mm, slippery. So, yeah, they were, they, <laughs> they were just oily. That was the biggest takeaway from the show. When yeah. there's like, it's like, I've got like oil on my clothes. <laughs> yeah, that seems awful. Like grease. Yeah, anyway. Continue. Uh, what are you saying? But... Uh, so yes, there are lots of <laughs> there are lots of uh, very random games that I would love to see. Let's make a Chippendales movie. Chippendale. game. Ch 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 Bandale. I love that. Um, yeah. Exactly. So, so you were know, saying you would I'd, love to see? I'd love to see uh, you know uh, a little bit more exposition for tons of games like Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, you know, like games like that, which are kind of like a single, a single-player narrative kind of game. Mm -hmm. Do you want maybe something a little bit more of that isn't necessarily the main character's kind of story yeah. through, but you know, a little bit more sort of set up? Maybe it's a slightly different time. Just bring uh, back Beast Wars. So, well, but there are other games that. Yeah, I mean, I think so. There are other shows that kind of do this, and I know they're currently talking about it. Maybe pre-production it may just be in the kind of in the works but they're talking about a division film oh, with jake yeah. gyllenhaal in the apolitical uh, game with uh, no narrative you kind yeah. of, why do you, why do you bother making that film why do you need this film what is the fucking point of it because ubisoft's whole e3 press conference was about two-thirds of it was about, yeah it was about making yeah. a what, what if there was an opera tour in seven movies <laughs> We've um, got John Bernthal now. He can yeah. lead us into doing whatever we he's want to in Hollywood. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. He's got um, all the connections. You remember the Saboteur? Did anyone play that game? Yeah. I fucking yeah. love that, that game. Good. Yeah, me too. Make a that film game would be that. so good as a film, mm. like a TV show with the color like, change. It'd just mm. be Schindler's List, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I like what you're saying, though, Ben, about how the key to this is recognizing that 
most games are in the first person. And so mm. scene switching, et cetera, is a, a, a lost part of the narrative. And when you move to something that's not interactive, like a TV show or a movie, you get to exploit um, other people's make a Doom movie, different scenes did. that have no sort of driven relation. So, uh, yeah, then you, got, you get to see the world fleshed out in different interesting ways because mm. the camera gets to go places that the camera directed by the player usually doesn't yeah also this or this sort of is interesting to me because it's like well fuck why don't we just have more interesting drive through games where you're not always piloting the same person or whatever mm. like it, it we've just sort of games just assume that you play as mario or age 47 why yeah. can't i play as like seven people doing seven things either at the same time or not and play like that would actually be an interesting like remix. S Club Seven video game. Yeah, where you do the same choreographed dance just seven times in a row, to make sh and then <laughs> it mits it together, and you get scored on the global thing. But worst of all, you don't get to know how good you were doing until all seven parts are done. Exactly. Yes. That means that you never you played the Spice one... Girls game on PS One, did you? <laughs> no, no one did. I didn't. <laughs> but like if you screw up with game. Rachel then in the end point you might bump into someone yeah just not but you don't know you bump into them done. because you haven't piloted all the people yet yeah but you could if you re you realize you misstepped with Rachel and you knew that you could then re-choreograph the other people to oh. make it so she doesn't hit you I want an S Club 7 video again. I want yeah. this specific tactical <laughs> dance choreography game no. and I want it to be S Club 7 I want it to be like the uh, the, the TV show the uh, it was Miami 7 wasn't it was there LA S Club 7, 7 Miami, as well it. was it uh, yes. in, in Canada it was called S Club 7 Miami uh, yeah well you know yeah. we're obviously au fait with uh, S Club 7 they needed no introduction no so. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, I no idea what you're talking seven. about. <laughs> did they even have a TV? Why did they have a TV show? They had show? two TV shows and like two movies. They gave them a TV show. S Club 7, Steam, Double, and so that, yeah, they, had... they had two TV shows that aired on Much Music, Canadian Music Television Network. Uh, they were big. They were great. Ain't no party like an S Club party. I do remember man. there was some kind of like S Club kids as well. Oh, yeah. Was that like Muppet Babies? I, I remember Almost, when yeah, Muppet like, Yeah, yeah. I it remember. was like Muppet Babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the same, not, the same songs, just like dumbed down slightly. Yeah, because I remember when my friend. <laughs> She said that she auditioned, like two of my two of my friends said they auditioned, and that and they were like, oh yeah, I got to like the final round. I was like, no, you Mate, didn't. <laughs> next episode, get them on. What are they doing now? Nothing. Get them I, on. I actually still speak to one of them for some unknown reason. Yeah. Um, she got in. No recollection. Into the reality yeah, TV I, market. She used yeah. to say that she had like a like a. Like a like Richie Rich's house, like a like right. slide inside it for a, a mansion. <laughs> That's Casper. Oh, uh, isn't he yeah. Richie Rich? No, no. <laughs> I mean, there there's an actually an active theory on the internet that mm. 
to the other. Because the cartoons look similar, didn't they? Yeah, they're they're mm. they're drawn by the same person, and they yeah. both have absurdly round head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the best TV show would be Super Mario Brothers One. It'd be um. forty-five minutes of a guy jumping around. And then at the end, some fucking mushroom man would be like, "Not today, motherfucker!" Different castle. It would also be rated up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dennis Hopper shows up, ruins everything. You know, but like, can you imagine if someone you know that um that Russian film that was first person? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see a, a fucking platformer. I, I want to see someone do Mario Brothers one in first Parkour. person as a TV oh, show. I do that all the time. They yeah, run across the buildings. Like, yeah. yeah, but it could only be like five minutes. No, because you would do a world an episode. Throw up. It's, it's a short run. <laughs> Everyone you would just look at it like, oh god, it's so think much of how movement. Many times you turn around <laughs> like in the Mario Team America and then <laughs> think about how every time you turn around, the camera is spinning 180 degrees, real time. <laughs> I'd be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, you go down a pipe, and it's just, like, a second and a half of just seeing steel. Yeah, just, just darkness. Yeah. yeah. Just black. And your stomach just goes... Ugh. Oh, and then when you die, of course, the perspective is you go, pause, leap up in the air, and then plummet. And that's oh. all shown. <laughs> and you become tiny. And everything else is suddenly <laughs> bigger. You're like, oh, this yeah, perspective it's not even changes. Just the yeah. really World War. World War yeah. in, like, Super Mario uh, oh. 3. And then you get into like a dry bones carcass, and it's like the <laughs> revenant. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! <laughs> oh, mate, imagine if they just built Odyssey into it as well, and you throw the hat, and the camera just continuously spins oh, until it hits another object. And then, of course, all the scalar weird things, like you get into the dinosaurs, so suddenly the world, visually, you're up here, but also everything's smaller. Yes. Yeah, and everything's like black and white, and they just change the perspective completely. Like, okay, oh. this also just makes me want to play a Mario person. <laughs> VR. They must exist. They must yeah. exist on like yeah. HIO. You know, a similar yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, there's definitely games out there. Oh dear. So they're the TV shows we want to see. <laughs> Just <laughs> with fucked up shit all the time, please. Fuck TV shows. Pro fuck proper TV shows. They're dead. No mm. one watches TV anymore. Yeah. Netflix cancelled everything. Everyone wants Ooh. short five-minute experiences of just fucking absurd things. Again, porn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what Ben said. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's why it's I, that's my biggest. That's why that's the biggest search engine going. Pornhub. <gasps> what happens when I found out the other week that What Overwatch? No, Pornhub. Is it? Yeah, what? apparently it's a Canadian company. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I found out the other week. Wasn't it founded in like 2000s? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but Canada just, uh... probably existed in whatever year you're about to say. So, <laughs> yes, it may still be, you know, built then and in Canada. I mean, Ben's—he's not wrong. Because isn't it like um? Because it's owned by like some like gamer media. It's got I some weird name much. where you think it's like a video game. No, I, honestly, someone <laughs> on their Instagram story or Facebook story or something. 
Mm -hmm. uh, just posted the screenshot of the Wikipedia that says a Canadian company founded in blah, 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 blah. Okay. Interesting. And well, we all know Wikipedia, especially screenshots of it, are yeah, next well. to truth. Exactly. Exactly. Unrefutable <laughs> evidence. God bless you. So, let's finish there this week. Lucy, mm. out of the two Magic Rock beers... Which uh, were both uh, two completely different styles. Yeah, session IPA and a yep. Berliner Weiss, and mm. oh, I might have, I might have to cheat. They're both Magic Rock, both very good quality. The sour is definitely what I needed today, but the session yep. IPA, I was just like, you know, it, it hasn't gone up or down. It's, I'm just like, yep, just very happy. On that train. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, tie for me. Both Ooh. win the Drews, which I still have a tiny bit of. And what's the other one called? Little the Little Ray. Yeah. Little Ray. Very nice can art on both. Very similar can art as well. Yeah, yeah they go well together. They're, they're a pair. Phase. Mm. Yeah, they're a pair, and they're both as good as each other, and everything's. Balanced in the universe. Nice, nice. Uh, Adam, how about you, dude? Um, I love the name and the idea of the filthy doing a cold brew infused. Um, Dunkel seems really good. Uh, uh, given that they seem to be newer, I'm going to be less harsh on Town Square Brewing. Um, just because, I, yeah, I think I think it's a bit of a lofty goal to do these things and do them with depth, and it, we just, just wasn't quite there. Yeah. While Adnams, um, I mean, they just did a session strength pale ale with mosaic, and it's what I got, and my yeah. only complaint was that the taste didn't last, um, but the taste did have nuance. It just sort of was a little lighter, which you don't buy a 4.1% ABV beer and think you're going to get, you know, you don't buy a novella and think you're going to get warm peas. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to have to pick the Adnams just because I thought there was just a little more. Not just it did what it was said on the tin, but there was just a little more depth going on. Um, mm -hmm. And and I actually, but I am looking forward to hopefully you know in subsequent trips to Canada seeing what else Town Square Brewing does because I like their experimentation. I just again I thought it was just the the intersection of the things they were doing flattened things rather than sort of them promoting each other yeah that's fair that's fair. Mm -hmm. nice and with your uh with your town square brewing because you 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 bounced around canada a little bit the last time you were there is the beer that you picked up from them sort of you know available kind of everywhere is it a very regional kind of beer I know with a lot of the states and with a lot of Canada and things that you, you know you very much get your regional or your province kind of breweries. That yeah, you pick up very sort of like locally. So craft is craft beer, especially is um, like proper craft breweries. They're they're very much local affairs. Mm -hmm. um, so each province has its own rules and liquor control. Usually, some central buyer buys all the liquor in the province and then distributes it. So even Alberta, which has private liquor stores. You still buy through the central provincial yeah. liquor control, so you have to make special requests to get things that they don't normally get, and so there's a bit of a nuance there. So again, that limits things, and that means that even interprovincial 
um, buying is going to be limited. But for the craft brew explosion in Alberta that happened, it's even more original just because there's just a bunch of small time people. Um, so this is why the buyout of Wild Rose we talked about last time yeah. was super interesting and important because the whole point of that move was uh, someone who's big in the East who has a semi a national presence but it's much bigger in the in in the eastern east canada um is buying a large player that's still alberta bound like you don't get wild rose outside of alberta it's mostly it's calgary and area but you can find it in other parts of alberta because they've been around and they're big enough and so yeah. the whole point uh, that they want to do is increase production and presumably push it across across oh, oh. to other control boards so, so yeah. Normally, craft breweries in Canada are very much local affairs. It's nice. Yeah, mm. kind of like that. Well, it's a big place. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just it a little place. bit big, yeah. yeah. A little um, bit bigger than yeah. So the two beers that I have: the Saratoga Springs from Pressure Drop and the Human Meanings from Cloudwater. Um, I'm. I mean, I would lean towards a Lucy Week. Where both of them are really good beers. Both of them are kind of, you know, doing, you know, what they say they are doing. But uh, it, it, it's a hard one because I would have both of them again. Absolutely no doubt I would drink both of them again. Uh, the Cloudwater was big, had a lot of flavour to it. Um, didn't. Did not get that eight um, eight point five percent at all. Jesus, yeah. Did not pick that up at all. Um, very did. very easy. And apart from it being you know a big flavour and juicy, which you kind of you know equate to being a slightly bigger percentage, didn't get any of that alcohol coming through at all. The Saratoga Springs, the pale ale was very easy. It had that you know pure sort of like pineapple. Kind of like notes to it and things uh, uh it's hard to pick one of these beers both just cheese we didn't say that cheese. to you hang on <laughs> do it i go with saratoga springs i go with pressure drop saratoga springs that's how it's done lucy i can't do that I'm... i know but we we got I'm... used to you demurring this way this yeah. is part of your character this is not part of ben's character Will not. True. I'm gonna push back on him slipping to non-judgment when he's reliably <laughs> judgment. Well, I haven't done it in like uh, six weeks. So I was just saying, well, in two weeks because we skipped a week. Now I'm just. No <laughs> <laughs> good. Indecisive. That's fine. It's fine. So we've all drunk some excellent beers this week. We've all talked about lots of games. If you want to talk to us about the beers you're drinking or the games that you're playing, you can do so in lots of different ways. We are at TankTap underscore cast on Twitter. We're TankTapCast on Instagram. We are Out of Lives on Facebook. Obviously, you can go to outoflives.net where the podcast is hosted and where other articles about TV shows, films, and video games get posted. Adol, if people want to talk to you directly, how do they do so? Uh, they can call me at, um, they can reach me at the Omniarch on Twitter, Instagram, all of the things except Switch, where if you po if you want to be my Switch friend, especially now that I've got Mario Maker, and so there's functionally a reason to be a Switch friend, mm. although it's a totally different number, because yeah. why would you want 
Why would you want that 13 digit code to be the only 13 digit code you memorized instead? These are shorter, these are nine. Wait, no, 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 wait, what? So your switch code isn't the code... No, that's the code to be friends on Switch and show up in your friends... I suppose that sort of makes sense. Yeah, I get that the... I get the... The, the, like, like if you abstract away any idea of convenience, which is what Nintendo, <laughs> <laughs> right? The idea that I want to interact with someone on Mario Maker because I like their level or mm. whatever, so I'll I'll be able to pick them out individually. But although Lucy was saying there might be more than one Mario Maker, um, no, it does actually make sense in this case because yeah, you might want to follow somebody. But not mm. be their friend at the yeah, same sure. time. It's like this person makes really good, like you know, levels. But I don't know who this person yeah, and is. And I don't want them um, to like know that I'm playing Box Boy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but also, that's everyone Larry. Friends list notions, but yeah. So in this case, it actually does make sense. Um, and you can just uh, find like individual levels with a different codes. So it actually oh. does make sense. Right. I think where it all falls apart is the fact that I don't think I, who am your friend already on Switch, can be like, oh, I just want to look what, at what Adil's making in Mario Maker. I then oh, have to go through the extra step adding really? his... Yeah, so you, yeah. Need to, you need to go online at the same time I'm playing it to know that I have the game if you have a more extensive list and then message me and say, hey, what's your Mario Maker? Mm -hmm. mm. So in the grand scheme, it, it, it all makes sense until it falls down where it's like, oh, hold on, Nintendo, you're not doing the basic thing of how come I cannot play with the people I oh, actually I want to with. play with? Yeah, but we also <laughs> yeah. know that they haven't updated it no. with any sort of friends interaction. Anymore. No, yeah. So that'll be... Uh coming later yeah so that's i mean it's good to know that we're still on like wii u social interaction for switch so lucy mm. if you want to get hold of you and yes. talk to you slash trade mario maker levels or stuff pokemon or yeah um <laughs> uh porn hub use um <laughs> <laughs> uh juicy loose nine on everything um yeah just message me if you want my switch id slash mario maker id slash level id slash <laughs> national insurance number slash yeah. <laughs> good i'm very sure they could also go into the um the out of lives discord channel um mm. which you'll find a link for on our facebook page i assume as well on twitter as well i know you guys have been sort of throwing around your you know your your friend codes or your mario maker codes on the out of lives discord as well with with people that are already in the discord to kind of link up with and stuff and mm. play levels and things with so yeah, yeah but everyone's a loser and doesn't except from the tanked up cast bar ben except ben because ben's a loser Boo. Get a switch, man. Well, like you said, I could just not eat for a week and yeah. then I could buy a switch. You'll but survive. I have a child. She, At first, she'll be afraid, though. 
I'll be fucking petrified. You can talk to me if you really want to. Everywhere at Nova underscore 47. Literally, you'll be petrified. You'll be a mummy after that. (laughs) Nah, he's still always going to be a daddy. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Well, look for me and you'll be a mummy. That's how it works, right? Damn, you got some skills, haven't you? <laughs> Woo! Like Ric Flair, mate. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that relates. I mean, I, I think anything yeah. with Ric Flair just works. Yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah, good. Except probably Ric Flair. Yeah, well, that's true. Yes, that's very true. So, for another week, we've been hanged up. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Bella. Oh, thank you. Hmm. I assume you're talking to me, not Ben. I would Bella. Ah, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Ben. <laughs> 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 <laughs>